0: Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Zofia Renea Morales and... Today we're going to talk about Inner Medicine for Mother Earth with Carrie Hummingbird. But before I introduce Carrie, I have a couple of things I would like to share with you out there in the listener audience. Uh, The first is to know that starting on April 10th, we will be moving over to the Business Channel and uh, our time slot will be changing forward an hour. So we will be at 3 p.m. Pacific time uh, April 10th on the Business Channel. So note that down and follow us over there. So that is the news here. And the other thing I wanted to share is that this show focuses a lot on getting to know yourself and your giftedness. And some of us come into this world and feel like, well, I don't have any of that giftedness. And so I created the Superpower Quiz to introduce you to your particular giftedness, because it's very easy to take it for granted because it's just the water you swim in and the air that you breathe. So take a couple of minutes, go to superpowerquiz.us and get to know what is your number one spiritual superpower. And so today's guest is actually a return guest. And for those of you who Uh, have not listened to Carrie Hummingard's previous interviews on this show, I will do a quick introduction. She's a medicine woman, a mother and mentor, and the founder of Inner Medicine Training, a mystery school that shares potent ancient wisdoms from the Andes and the Himalayas for owning your own wisdom and living your purpose. She's the number one best-selling author of The Second Wave, Transcending the Human Drama, An international bestseller for over 177 weeks. Congratulations on that. Uh, And she's also the author of Love is Fierce, Healing the Mother Wound, which describes the most direct path to self-realization. As the host of the Soul Nectar Show, uh, Carrie inspires people to live their lives wide awake with an authenticity, a passion, and a purpose that positively impacts others. As a healer and a mentor, she catalyzes mind shifts that transform the life challenges into gifts of wisdom. Her newest book to be released on Earth Day 2023 is Inner Medicine, Becoming One with Mother Earth for the Survival of Humanity. And uh, welcome, Carrie. Can this be pre-ordered on Amazon? (laughs) Yes, it can
2: actually be pre-ordered on Amazon. And thank you so much for having me here to talk about it.
1: Yes, I'm so looking forward to this discussion because so often when we move into what I want to say, our awakening, we get caught up in this cycle of, well, I've got to heal this, and I've got to heal that, or I have to go out and change other people. Um, and a lot of times, we don't even consider our connection to the, to the earth as part of that spiritual path. And so I love that, that this invites us into that as well, because we are made of Mother Earth.
2: We're made of Mother Earth, and when we're connected back with Mother Earth in a really conscious way, what happens is that we become part of that mycelial network, uh, much like the mushrooms, Yes, like (laughs) humans, and we're
1: connected. Exactly. (laughs) Mycelial network is the little hand-holding that the mushrooms do. They talk to each other through the roots, yes. (laughs) And
2: we're capable of the same thing. It's just that we have turned that little part of us off, most of us, because we became Um, separate and independent, and we thought we were separate and independent. And now it's like we're learning how to be authentically sovereign is actually to be placed inside that mycelial network of Mother Earth in exactly the right spot for you, which is called synarchy, according to (laughs) Richard Rudd uses that word synarchy. And synarchy is the natural placement for you within the mycelial network but you can yeah. only get there when you give up the idea that you're separate and alone and struggling and even you know how many spiritual yeah. warriors are there that are like I'm separate alone and I'm struggling to make the world conform to my highest expectations I'm and, to make the
1: world a and, better place and, all by myself
2: <laughs> force it to happen as a lone wolf and and like that's not how this works and that used to be me by the way that's why I can laugh about it and if it was yeah. you you know I'm laughing with you but really, we're we're realizing that's not how it works. Mother Earth is in our bodies. She can help us make all kinds of decisions. And I think it's,
1: I think it's a stage of growth that we go through, Mm -hmm. honestly, Mm -hmm. Um, because when you wake up, you're usually in a very detached and highly programmed place (laughs) (laughs) that you were raised to be in over decades. And uh, yeah, so you don't just kind of suddenly step out of that into, well, I am sovereign and I am part of the oneness. And yeah, it's there's a, a transition that happens. There's
2: a process and yeah. you know, somewhere along the process, you have realizations that lead you to the next place.
1: Absolutely. So there's nothing wrong with if you're in that place of I'm making the world better all on my own. Good for you. Congratulations on that step forward. <laughs> and <laughs> And there's more. There's more. <laughs> And there's more whenever you are exactly ready for it. So I know looking at your book, I haven't had a chance to finish all of it. I feel terrible, but I would love, I will be finishing all of it. Has that? <laughs> we'll put it that way. Um, but one of the things that really hit me uh, in the early part of the book is you made a statement about becoming internally guided and internally directed as opposed to what we're raised to do which is look around for the expert on whatever it is and follow all this external guidance that society wants to give us
2: yeah that's why the book is called inner medicine you know because the first part of my journey was about outer medicine it was about you know sitting on a psychotherapist couch for 20 years (laughs) having an external expert help me with myself and my internal stuff but you know they can only guide you so far and what what needs to happen is we need to open up the very thing that many, many people have been told is evil and bad and scary to open up, which is your intuition, your intuitive powers, and you need to learn to trust yourself. And this is the part of like so many, um I've done a lot of plant medicine and so many ayahuasca journeys that I was on. It's like my soul was speaking to me and, and the words were coming, trust yourself, trust yourself. And then my hand would go over my will center. Like and just like like, pat my will center, like trust yourself, trust yourself. There's this way that even as we turn to our higher self and we're kind of looking up, thinking it's like up there, up in the sky somewhere, even that is like bring it down, like bring your, bring your gaze like down into your body, into the very core of you, actually, like bring it all the way to the center of you and that's where your self is. Trust yourself. Yourself is on the inside. It's not out there someplace. It's right here. And I'll say, I want to share with you something. I I love that. that.
1: Can can I interject something about that? Because I found this, um, I don't know, five or six years ago, something like that. I was in one of these moments where I was feeling very cut off from everything. And I'm like, well, how am I supposed to to get assistance, I couldn't hear my guides, I couldn't sense anything outside of me. And there was this little part of me that was like, that's right, I I am divine, there is divinity that sits inside of me. And so I turned inside to look for it in that moment. Yeah. And initially it's like, there's nothing here, there's nothing here. And then it occurred to me that it's probably cloaked in an illusion because we don't automatically think our, of ourselves as a little portion of divinity and i'm like okay so i i like internally looked at the illusion and said you're an illusion go away and that's what allowed me to actually connect with it
2: that's powerful yeah you you spotted the veil that was creating confusion and doubt and distortion yeah. and you lifted the distortion to see the truth and that that's a beautiful thing to be able to do i think that you know, one of the reasons why um, indigenous people are not confused is because (laughs) they realize that here is this large, massive planet called mother earth called mother for a reason, right? Everybody calls her mother earth. We all know she's mother. So here she's mother earth and we're on her belly. And every time we plant the seeds in her belly, we get a harvest months later right like yes. it's predictable we have cycles and seasons and when you're tapped into those cycles and seasons you don't need to worry about whether or not you're provided for you yeah, are.
1: you have the evidence. divine the divine feminine miracle is the process
2: you have process evidence. of
1: replication of yourself of of the seeds you plant of the animals that you raise yeah
2: yeah so you're not like hoping and praying there's some god out there that loves you you're on the ground with mother earth and going, thank you so much for always harvesting my seeds. Thank you for giving me bounty. Thank you for, you know, because we're, con- they're connected to the earth, the indigenous people, they've never lost that. They're not confused yeah. about, about where the source of our bounty is, which side of our bread is buttered. Well, they're not and, confused and about that.
1: <laughs> that's one of the drawbacks to the whole civilization and citification that has been going on in The quote unquote first world. (laughs) Um, You know, so many of us live in these huge metropolitan areas and subdivisions, and a lot of people can't tell you where their food comes from.
2: Because we've been systematically separated from the source of our good. Yep, which is exactly. Mother Earth. We've been systematically separated. We've been separated from making our own food and therefore understanding how this pro- how this process works from a very yep. experiential place. We've been separated in terms of you know, understanding ourselves as God's source creator in a body on Earth. We've been separated from understanding ourselves as having intuitive powers almost like everything that would give you inner power or inner medicine has been taken away systematically to yeah. make you disempowered, little victim, hoping that somebody saves your butt. And meanwhile, you have the universe is operating in the center of every single one of your 75 trillion cells. Yes, This comes from my friend, Jennifer Huff, who talks about the physics of, of, of awakening. It this is a science at this. They've solved the equation that Einstein couldn't solve. The answer is the universe is inside every one of your 75 trillion cells right in the middle of you.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a little <laughs> hologram. <laughs> it's it all echoes outward. It's all all everything is contained within each little tiny subdivision. You
2: wouldn't exist without it. So yeah. like, how could you be separate? You, you're not. And how could you be anything but God's source creator? You can't be anything other than that. Well,'re intrinsically
1: connected. And I think it, it's worth kind of looking at the things that have been put in place to separate us because so many people uh, in the US at least right now, look to an employer for their source of good and abundance and financial stability as opposed to looking to the earth or looking to the abilities with their, in their own hands, within their own, mind within their their skill sets, right? Because we all have the ability to make our way in the world without an, an actual employer. It's exactly. possible.
2: It's called being an entrepreneur and I've been doing it for 20 <laughs> yes. years now, 25 Self, years.
1: Self-employment, if that's a scary word, right? <laughs> you know, and it can be as humble as I, I clean houses or I, I plant seeds or raise goats or whatever it is, and it can be as sophisticated as, well, I, I plan out research projects for, you know, different programs that are out there, It, it, you know, it runs the gamut. You, You don't have to be, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to do this. You just have to look at your skills and put them to use.
2: Well, and I think that a lot of people, though, don't trust their skills and they, they get this idea that there's an expert out there and the idea is reinforced by the creation of systems that create experts that you could only ever talk to those experts ever otherwise you're legally in trouble if you try to pretend that you have yeah. knowledge that these experts don't have you can co- become after by
1: the law you know it's yeah. like you know, oh, well yeah of the western exactly. medical you know yeah, like when western medical yeah comes to mind that's a big one right
2: <laughs> meanwhile did they actually know what to do with co- with uh you know with our with our our um, pandemic? No. So no, like nobody knew what was going on. Everybody was in the same ground floor space of wondering what the heck was, how do we deal with this? What do we do? Yeah. What's the right answer?
1: And, well, that's and right- what was interesting as, as we went into that pandemic, it's like, okay, well, we don't know what this is. So we're going to start with like the fundamentals that we've known for like 200 years, which is wear a mask, wash your hands, stay away from other people. I mean, yeah,
2: and that created more, you know, a lot of things, but I I think that's a timeout. You know, there was a lot of good things, but the funny thing is if you tune in and listen to yourself, you'll get a lot of really good answers if you're practiced at that, that make you not afraid of what's going on. So like I had lots of good answers inside and Mother Earth and my communication with her was like, this isn't yours. This isn't your lesson. Yeah. So, and I didn't get it. I didn't get it for three years. <laughs> I went to Mexico four times. I went to Peru th- twice, you know, and I didn't yeah. get it until one day I just shook my fist and I said, I'm so tired of these people trying to force me to do stuff I don't want to do. So just give it to me so I can be done. And I got it two days and I was over in three weeks. There you, you go. <laughs> but It's like, you know, I mean, this is where it's, it's not your lesson. It's not your lesson. How did I know that? Cause I listened inside. Yeah. And so many times I listen inside and I get these, in, these insights and then I'll sit back and watch and, and see if it plays out. And sure enough, it plays out because if you're really tapped into mother earth and you're listening, you're going to get that guidance to go left instead of right. You're yeah. going to get the guidance to don't go there or go here instead. You're going to get that information.
1: Exactly. Well, we've got a couple of minutes before we roll into the break here. And I think what I wanna go into after we come back from the break is how do you start to build that trust in yourself? Because trust is also not one of these things. You just flip a switch and you're you're golden, right? <laughs> it's yeah, built it's a up process. little little by little, and it has a process associated with it. Did you go through the process? Absolutely,
2: I went through the process. I mean, I hired an expert for twenty years to tell me what was going on inside my own head. <laughs> so obviously, I didn't trust what was going on inside my own head. I didn't trust, you know. And and actually, Sophia, that Sophia, that was like amazing. You know what happened? I realized I can't trust what my mind is telling me
1: that isn't that interesting i cannot trust what
2: my mind is telling me so i need to get beyond my mind in order to solve these and that's exactly what einstein it turns out said you have to get beyond to solve a problem you can't solve it from the same system that created it which is the mind you have to get beyond the mind outside to solve the issues of today and i can tell you that the mind created all of our issues on our planet
1: today oh absolutely Absolutely. I, I recently got my hypnosis certification. And the subconscious mind is a very, very faithful companion. It will try its best to keep you safe. But the problem is it draws conclusions that don't serve you.
2: And in order to solve all these issues, right? So that's why everyone's being called to wake up now, because the mm-hmm. only way to solve these issues is with the greater self that, you know, that universe at the center of every single one of your 75 trillion cells. That's yes. the one.
1: That, <laughs> that, can little, solve that little god spark that's down <laughs> that in here. That yes. <laughs> That one, that one. So we're coming up on our first break here. And for everyone who's joined us here today, I want you to grab your pen, grab your piece of paper, And as we're sitting through the break, I'd like you to close your eyes and observe inside yourself. Observe what the thoughts in your head are doing. Observe what your body is doing. What's going on with your nose? What's going on with your hands? What does it feel like in your stomach? And just kind of notice that there's a different rhythm. There's a different energy behind different parts of yourself and take a few notes on that and hang with us we'll be right back from the break this is the voice america
0: influencers channel be inspired
1: hey beautiful soul sophia renee morales here i've been doing sovereign self for over a year now and i would like to hear from you Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to TellZofia, that's tellzofi com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's TellZofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Inner Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Get Unchained.
2: Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel
3: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
0: You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to co. Now, back to Sovereign Self.
1: Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales and I'm still here with the amazing and wonderful Carrie Hummingbird. Uh, so, now that we're back, Carrie, what do you suggest um, that the listeners do with that little set of observations that I asked them to make over the break?
2: Yeah, I think that you sent people to the body, and that's excellent. I mean, we want to go to the body to start paying attention inside. So, wherever we place our focus, that's where the energy goes. So when we keep placing our energy, our focus outside of us, then our energy keeps getting put outside of us. And it it frays, it goes all over the place. So when we wanna actually come inside, we're putting the focus inside and now noticing your toes, noticing your knees, noticing your heart, noticing your body, like how's your stomach. Those are all really good awarenesses and it places the energy in your focus back inwards, which pulls all the energy back inside. That's how you grow your personal powers, by continuously putting your energy back inside yourself and having a dialogue with yourself. So one thing that many people don't realize, and I certainly didn't realize until all along my journey, was that we're not made of, we're not one thing. I always thought I was just one thing. I'm a human, solid, one being. Yeah, and
1: separate, contained in this little package. And that's it,
2: right? <laughs> But I started realizing, oh, my gosh, I'm made of thirty five trillion cells. I'm made of all these lifetimes, if you believe in that. I'm made of all these ages I've ever been. I'm fifty three. So like fifty three of me living inside of me, if you just take the ages. Right. Yeah. So like I have fifty three voices from different parts of my life that are operating in me at the same time.
1: It's just that we think it's us. We think it's. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of voices.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The ancestral voices also come in. Right. right?
1: The the dominant voice in my head is that of my mother.
2: And that there's, I call those ticker tapes. And so when you actually slow down and you go inside and you place your attention inside, you might notice that you're, Like for me, I had a lot of issues with my right ovary. That seems to be where I store energy. And so I had to have that removed years ago, but I'll still feel energy down there. So I'll go down and I'll be like, "Okay, that feels tweaky. All right. What's going on in there? And then I'll just look deeper and I say look deeper, almost like drop your awareness deeper into that part of you that's tight and see, is there a message? Do you have a message for me today? Yeah, and it might say to me, you're taking on other people's energy again because That was the pattern that led to that part of my body having to be removed it's like okay i'm taking under okay how can i do that differently how can i release you okay well you you'd like me to open you up to mother earth so you can release all that you've been holding down into the earth because the earth is bigger than me and she can handle all that heavy energy so i don't need to hold on to it anymore and so i'll just visualize and then the energy just goes and i want everybody to do that just like let all the heavy energy go and go all the way down into mother earth and just let mother earth carry carry it for you because you're not here to carry all that heavy stuff now notice my name is carrie (laughs) k-e-r-i but it's carrie so this is then a huge lesson for me, Sophia, is not don't carry you, it. You
1: put it right in your name. <laughs> Do carry not carry attention it. to this carry stuff.
2: <laughs> and my dad used to call me. He shortened my name to care, and I would always be like, "Why is he call me K E R? That's a weird thing. I, my name is already so short." Because my dad wanted me to remember care. Care for people. It's about
1: your heart is care, care for, for people. Care don't for the carry world. them. That's right. <laughs> Care for them,
2: don't carry them. And I think we try to carry everybody because we don't want people to, to feel bad. We feel bad and we don't want them to feel bad because when they feel bad, we feel worse. Mm-hmm. So we want everyone around us to feel happy so that we don't have to feel sad. Yeah. That is the truth of most of the time when well, we we're trying that, to face that's
1: someone for pain. That's what I see a lot with empaths, especially. Empaths want to fix the world and all the people around them because they can't stand all the emotional backlash they're getting because they're so sensitive to it. And so it's like this twisted self defense mechanism. If I heal you, then I'll feel better. <laughs> Oh, my goodness.
2: Exactly. It's, it's tough
1: stuff. Yeah. And, it, and you can't heal anyone else, which is, I think, the frustration of many empaths. They discover that you really can't do that. So you have to learn how to discern what's yours and what's not yours and allow people to have their own experience. It's not your responsibility to carry them through their lessons, <laughs> to use your, your phraseology. You're here to care, to let them know that you support them and, and move through it in that way, l- leading with your heart. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Are you yeah, going to survive over I
2: there? I think I hope I am. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming back from pilgrimage and my throat is. But I feel like this is a really good topic. And, you know, one of the visuals that really helps me to care without carrying is to see this myself as like I'm on a highway. And I'm on the highway with lots of other people that I love. And I want to stay in my lane. This is a teaching from the power path that I got. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I want to stay in my own lane. Yeah. So when I stay in my own lane, I'm not weaving over into somebody else's lane. I'm staying in my lane.
1: Yeah. I love that. Now, question for you, I know you've been through this, this process, this evolution, you talked about spending 30 years on the on the shrinks or 20 or however many ridiculous number of decades, right? (laughs) On on the shrinks couch. Uh, How does one practically begin to to separate yourself from like, I think you called them the ticker tapes in your head? and start to become more internally focused on you, not those, those noisy voices, because I know noisy voices have been one of my, my interesting lessons.
2: <laughs> so that takes a lot of discernment and restraint. So restraint is a powerful tool. Restraint is what helps us to recognize the stress that's happening but then shift ourselves intentionally into stillness. And then in the stillness, we go into that inquiry that you led people through to see what's actually present right now inside. And then through that presence, we can start to track. And in the shamanic path, we, we think of this as jaguar. We can start to track with jaguar all the things that are going on inside of us. We can track where the voice co- is coming from. Because we now no longer believe that everything that's going on inside of us is really us. It's kind of like a ticker tape or it's like a voice or a track or some kind of program. And so as you start to separate your identity from that content that's going on inside your head, you recognize that you're actually the deeper presence.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. You're the presence underneath that's witnessing the ticker
1: tape. Yes, you're the, the observer, the silent witness.
2: You're the observer. And so you're no longer identifying and getting sucked up as the content. And then when you do that, you're able to witness it in a different way and not react to it.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. One of the things that I've noticed going into my own body, and I've, I've seen this with clients as well, is if I try to get rid of something, it like digs in it heels and it's like, no, I'm staying here. But if I find something and I give it space, I give it permission to be and exist because there's a reason it's there in the first place. When I give it all of the space that it wants, that's the moment where it starts to release and disperse and actually release its messages as well. It's like, here's what you need to know or here's the pattern you needed to see But I had to, I have to allow it. I have to give it permission first to exist.
2: And that's actually really keen because what we are, what we're trained to do is through the Western construct is to try to get rid of it, to try to make it not happen anymore, to try to make it stop and hopefully
1: quickly so that we can
2: get on with our life.
1: Yes, yeah, shove it down into this little emotional <laughs> like, box, put
2: the lid on it, strap it down. <laughs> out of my way. Out. I'm Go you're on. in my way and I want you out of my way. And so that's, that's how we're trained. But what's actually happening is that those things that seem inconvenient and challenging are actually coming up for you because there's some lesson inside that, that you actually need to experience in order, to move to the next level of the things you say you want so we had this idea that we can just run our little path and get what we want and life will just get out of our way
1: but actually it doesn't work that way no it doesn't you get more walls the maze gets more complicated (laughs) like you're a mouse looking for your cheese
2: and life is like you say you want this thing over here but in order for you to claim that authentically You need to learn this lesson and this lesson and this thing and this thing and this thing and this thing and and it's probably going to be uncomfortable for you to learn those things. But you need to actually embrace that lesson process. So when the obstacle comes instead of saying, oh, this is in my way, or oh, I shouldn't be doing this because this showed up, it's a block, or and turning away from it, or whatever the myriad of responses. I just go, oh, this thing is here. Huh, I know what I asked for. I know this must be part of the process. Otherwise it wouldn't be here because I always get what I ask for. So therefore this is part of the process. And if you enter it with that idea, it starts to unpack and unfold. And it has beauty and the opposite of what we thought. We thought we needed to push it away, get rid of it, move away. No, we need to go in the center of it.
1: And when you go into the center of it, that's like the shortcut. If you go right into the center. Yeah, a lot of times we're like, no, I want to avoid it or whatever. Then you're going around or over and it's longer. Go through. Just go right to the center.
2: If you go to the heart of it, if you go right to the center of it, it just, it's like a lotus blossoms. And it's like, oh, this was actually a gift for me. I thought it was a torture. It's actually a gift, you know, and there's lots of things that everybody is facing those things. I want to just go back to like staying your neural lane thing because as a mom and any moms out there, I so got your heart. Like I get it. And dads too. Like we want our kids to not feel pain. We want to yeah. prevent the pain.
1: We want it to be easy. We want them to just flower and flourish. We yes. want to
2: like, we want to clear all the obstacles out of their way and just like they can just have a, a nice life, you know? And- yes. That's not what we're here for. So <laughs> interfering with somebody else's path leads to harder and harder lessons for that person and for you too. And yeah. I, learned, I had to learn that the hard way. That's
1: a really hard lesson to learn. I've, I've been around that several times as well. And it's like, yes, I just have to stop trying to rescue people.
2: Yeah, I'm because it. it actually sends a subtle message that you don't think that they can handle their life curriculum. Yeah. And that's disempowering. And so what we want to do is like, again, not carry them and not go into their lane and be like, well, if you just did like this, everything would, you know, work out so yeah, much better. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> like, like, I can see when my, you know, one of my children is like zooming a thousand miles per hour towards a brick wall. Yeah. They can't see it yet. Cause they haven't done that before, but I have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> been so there, I, done that. It didn't feel good. <laughs>
2: been there, done that. But just because I learned the lesson, for myself doesn't mean that they vicariously learn it through me. They need to learn the lesson for themselves. And so knowing that they're doing that, I just get my first aid kit ready.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. And I just I get ready just in case they do slam. It's like yeah. I'm ready, but I don't also predict that they're going to slam or tell a story about them.
1: Yeah, yeah. just I'm here for you. This at, is the yeah, I'm just here for you at at whatever moment. If it turns out great, I'm here to celebrate. If it turns out horrible, I'm here to commiserate. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And really just being like with your heart open. And this is the hardest part for moms is like we have to really keep clearing the stories that we tell about our kids to give them room to create their own new story, because if we keep painting the picture of who they are, it gets really hard for them to paint their own picture of who they are. Mm-hmm. And so like I have had to learn too, how to like, let all that dissolve. It's like, just let it dissolve and let it be, and stop holding people where you think they are. Instead, like erase a chalkboard every night. What would happen if, if every person in your life, you just erase the chalkboard every, every night and said, I Start wonder, who this? Clean. Yeah. yeah, I wonder who this person is today.
1: Things would regress a lot faster. I think. I think so. And I think there would be much less need for some of what you'll see with young people, which is this reactionary um, behavior where it's like, well, I know you want me to fill in the blank, go get my degree or get a job or, or whatever it is. And therefore, I'm not going to. It's like if you remove your expectation from it completely and just allow them They're not going to have anything to push against.
2: And it's another really interesting area to look inside, too, Sophia, because it's like, oh, why do I want them to do those things? Oh, what happens? What does it mean about me if they don't? Yeah. What am I making it mean about me? If they don't do those things, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and those are other little interesting little
1: rabbit holes to go down. Yeah, in floor. Uh-huh. Which, <laughs> which you may or may not be prepared to do quite yet, but when the time is right, right, it's always exactly. there.
2: <laughs> but the more you look down those rabbit holes and actually clean things up, the more you clean up the dynamics between people and you love. And then it's like, it's much more, it's nice. It's just very nice, open, free way of relating to other people in the moment.
1: Absolutely. So we've talked a little bit about going inside and connecting with our body. Why is it important? Why is this a critical practice to have?
2: Well, the body is mother earth. So think about it. I mean, we're made of mother earth. That's why I always laugh when people
1: say we're going to move to
2: Mars. I'm like in mother earth bodies, like, how are we going to do that? Exactly. (laughs) We're made of earth. But yeah. So mother earth is speaking to us all the time through our body. So when we actually get quiet enough and listen to the body's signals, we'll hear her. We'll hear the messages that we need to move forward in our path.
1: Hmm, Quiet. Quiet is a beautiful thing. We're coming up on our next break here. So I think what I would like to invite you to do is to grab your pen, grab your pad of paper, and think about your scheduling right now. Where are your silent moments in your day? Do you have any right now? If you don't, where might you be able to introduce one or two? And it doesn't have to be a big block of time. We're not looking for an hour here, but even five minutes. So spend some time with that and hang with us. We'll be right back from the break.
0: Change starts here. Change starts now.
1: Join us, the Voice America
0: Influencers Channel.
1: Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520 261.
3: Guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. Sustainable success is just around the corner. If you are an entrepreneur, business leader, or anybody looking for their next level of success, tune into Sustainable Success with host Chris Salem. Did you know that the path to success is a long path that started many years ago? The path you started on then determines what is happening now. Chris and his amazing guests in their field will help you navigate the path to sustainable success every Thursday at 12 noon Eastern time and 9 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Influencers Channel.
1: Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here with Carrie Hummingbird. And before we went to the break, I invited you to think a little bit about your schedule on a day-to-day basis and identify the spaces where you're currently having silence and silent moments, or where you might could put some uh, in order to connect with yourself a little bit better. Now, Having done this exercise, Carrie, why is it important? Why is it important to be still and silent periodically?
2: You know, the stillness and the silence is where realizations come in. And realizations are, they're like the easy button, you know? Mm. So when you actually slow down and the realizations come in, you get an answer that's far greater than an answer you could get by sort of pushing your way through it mentally mm-hmm. or cycling around in a story. It's like it catapults you out of the story, out of the the matrix you're operating in into like wow, here's like blue sky. <laughs> here's a solution mm-hmm. that
1: the headspace oh go- is kind like, of what I think of it as. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it like it gets you beyond that. And, and it gives you a really elegant solution usually from the heart, something that you could um, say or do that would bring things to another place where it would be a deeper connection or more satisfying for everybody. Those are the kinds of solutions that come through when you get silent and still and you be with yourself and you listen yeah. to that self of the center of you and open your heart you know and i think so many of us have hearts that are
1: battle worn you know yeah armored mine was heavily armored for many many years
2: (laughs) and what we don't realize is that when we're walking around with battled hearts we the perceptual lens that we're seeing things through is that battled that battle lens
1: yeah conflict
2: the conflict lens and if you and you have a suspicious mind in that in that lens because you just suspe- suspicious that everybody's out to get you or this is, they have agendas or motives or, you know, and your brain can cycle on that all day long and create, oh, yeah. my, I mean, all kinds of insane stories. And so as, periodically you need to stop that cycle of the ticker tape and go inside and get quiet and just breathe and be with your body, which is Mother Earth, which is, Mother Earth is grounded. She doesn't have any of those weird stories, okay? She's just like, totally chill and grounded. She's here to nurture us and care for us. When we can get back into that heart connection with mother earth, um, and this is heart math. So everybody wants to know about heart math. Heart math is when you, get your, <laughs> you get your heart rate and in, in, you get aligned with the human resonance of the earth. Now you're in a different frame of seeing things, a different perceptual lens that can actually slice through so much of that smoky mirror matote. metote Matote is a word from the Toltec which is all the voices, the cacophony mm-hmm. of voices. You can slice through that matote and get right to the truth. And then you can have something powerful to say that that I mean literally people will listen to because it makes so much sense. But you've got to be still. If you don't practice stillness, you can't get to that quiet voice and that realization. Okay. And all you are is got total matote like I mean the 30 second what is that what is that social media now where they do like 20 second videos? Anyway, yeah,
1: yeah, the really, really short, short like videos. Like the attention yeah. span is like. It's less than a goldfish. It's a flea.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't think you want to be, have an attention span yeah. of a flea. I think you want to have an attention span of a jaguar.
1: Yeah, well, okay. Speaking <laughs> of that, you know, this is not going to be a one jump kind of thing. And honestly, our society has trained us into these super short and and don't be by yourself don't be idle fill you every moment of your day with something this this has been a real push in society and social media i think even more has has done that in combination with tv you're just always continually occupied with something how do you start to break that cycle if you've never been quiet before if you're in this space where you've been self-medicating because you're having trouble dealing how do you start to to take those crutches off and the training wheels and start to step into this place that perhaps you might have been told or it might have been hinted to you that it would be a scary place to go
2: yeah silent well you know i think of it like desiring to be free so when you realize that you're in a prison of your mind created by all these systems of keeping you so busy that you, you don't even, can't even breathe or some people don't even go to the bathroom all day long. I mean, can you imagine that? Like get so busy at work that they just sit there all day long. Don't even take care of their body. When you realize that you're in that kind of prison.
1: <laughs> I, I represent that. that. That was me in my corporate days. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Like you think you have to sit there all day long and not even take care of your body no liquid exchanges. What? When, when you're living that way, you're in prison. That's a prison. That's not a normal way to live. That mother earth would, you know, is not designed for you to live that way. So you have to realize that you want to be free. And when you realize you want to be free, then you have to say, I want to liberate myself from all addictions, all addictions so that I am now free and I can consciously choose everything. I'm no longer being driven by some addiction. I'm no longer being driven by conditioning. I'm totally free to make this choice. And that's the place you want to get to. So you start small, like, for example, uh, one of my addictions early on that I I wanted to break was to wine. You know, Mm. I wanted to break my addiction to wine because I was drinking like a whole bottle of wine a night by myself and then sometimes cracking the second one.
1: Yeah it's starting to snowball
2: (laughs) yeah so i you know i stopped drinking i stopped drinking the wine and i cut it down maybe i'd have like a glass once a week so i started paring it down obviously i went through a process because it was like a bottle a night so i had to go and reduce it 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 it until it was like now i don't even care about it it's like that's nice once in a while maybe but i'm not really interested you know, it's the same thing for any addiction. And if you're too busy playing a game and to pay, hang out with your family, that's another good reason. It's like, ask yourself, At my deathbed, when I look back over my life with my family, am I going to remember moments of my children laughing? Am I going to remember moments of playing with my kids, playing with my wife, my spouse, going on vacation and seeing actual sceneries? Or am I going to remember being buried in my phone? Mm-hmm and ask yourself, what do I want my memories to be buried in my phone over some work project that doesn't even matter? Or just some game, Candy Crush, do I want my life being Candy Crush?
1: <laughs> yeah, that... I rem- on my deathbed, <laughs> I remember achieving the last level of Candy Crush I that was available. I played tons of Candy Crush. Yes. Uh-huh. Who
2: cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. You, I think you have to start asking yourself at the end of my life, is this going to matter what I'm doing right now? And if it, the answer is no, at the end of my life, whatever I'm doing right now is not going to uh, matter, then stop. And I know it's easy to say stop, right? It's like, well, just stop it. It's like there's that SNL skit with what's his name? That, he was being a psychologist. I can't remember. And he was like, just stop it. Oh, yeah, stop yeah. It. Cut it out. <laughs> I'm having this and this and this. go Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> <Just> stop. <laughs> so obviously, it's not that easy to just stop. And that the reason why is because there's there's like, this river of 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 like societal pressure societal construct that you're swept up in everybody's doing it that way and so when everybody's doing it that way it takes a lot of effort to pull yourself out of that and not do it that way. But it's possible. Yes. There's those it's, of us who don't do it it's, that way.
1: It's the hundredth monkey effect, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's so, washing their potatoes. I'm going to wash my potatoes. <laughs> you have to decide. I don't want to be like everybody
2: else. Yeah. I'm going to be like me. I'm going to be like myself is guiding me to be myself is calling me forth. I'm going to follow myself. No matter how hard, no matter how difficult, I'm going to follow myself. And when you follow yourself, you get led to such far more enriching experiences that that becomes your new addiction. It's like, I want to experience things with my soul. I want to experience enriching things. That's going to lead you forth. You just... It is a
1: little bit of muscle at first to kind of like... Yeah, you have to build it up. I mean, you, you don't start with, I'm I'm quitting my shitty job with no expectations tomorrow. That's probably not your first step into trust you want to go for.
2: You want a bridge. You want to bridge. You, you
1: want a bridge. You want to try some smaller things first.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it does take, it takes a lot of faith and trust at first. But then it's, it, it becomes less about faith and trust and more about knowing at some point because you just seen it happen over and over and over again, where you followed your soul and it worked out. So now it's not really a matter about faith and trust anymore. It's, it's more like awe and curiosity, like I wonder what's next.
1: Exactly. It, it shifts at some point. Yeah. So we're down to the last three minutes of the show. And I believe you brought a gift with you for the listeners. Would you I like do. to share that with them?
2: Yeah, the first chapter, and it's also an audible recording on the first chapter of Inner Medicine is available um, for everyone to download at my website at the landing page.
1: Okay, very good, and that uh, that will be in the show notes. We'll make sure that that's in there, so you guys can go find that. You can also pre-order Inner Medicine on Amazon. So that's easy, right, easy to Google that with Carrie Hummingbird, the author.
2: So, and if you what, get bored in the meantime, you can you can check out the Second Wave. <laughs> there you, you go, still.
1: because it's available right now. <laughs> um. So, what day is Earth Day? what's the date April
2: 22nd April 22nd 22nd. 2023 and and we're going to do a beautiful ceremony on that day it's going to be a global ceremony all the details when you sign up at the website are all available to so you can participate with us we're going to have one of our beautiful Indigenous Carol Shamans who's going to lead a ceremony for us online and uh gratitude ceremony for Mother Earth And yeah, and then you have the option to sign up to get a signed copy of the book as well. So it's going to be gorgeous. I'm really excited to honor Mother Earth with everybody and, you know, just to really open up that connection for so many more people.
1: Oh, that is beautiful. So in the last 60 seconds or so, what would be your, tie it up with a bow, what are your final words of wisdom?
2: My final words of wisdom are to be your own guru. You know, I'm like just to borrow, be your own damn guru. The way Shaman Durek says, you know, we really (laughs) need to be our own guru. And nobody else is inside of you all the time except you. You're the only one inside of you all the time. So nobody knows it as well as you know it. I mean, even me as a mentor, you know, I know that I only can see a tiny fragment of what's going on for somebody in their world and they are with themselves all the time. So you are the guru and you get to decide if something resonates for you or it doesn't resonate. You get to decide what's true and you have to trust yourself. And that's a process to trust yourself. And you're on the journey, you're listening to this. So just keep trusting yourself, saying yes to what presents and see what happens. Take the adventure. Yes. You don't have to get it right the first time. Just take the adventure and
1: see what happens. Shift into curiosity. I curiosity. I think, the the word that I would p- wanna put out there is compassion. Be a little compassionate for yourself as you're making these shifts, because it's, it's a skill like anything else and it gets better with practice. So be compassionate with yourself and know you will have many more opportunities to make a different choice down the road if you have a misstep and you learn so much from your missteps that after you've gone, oh darn, be, be grateful for them because they are teachers and they've taught you amazing things. Thank you so much for joining thank me you. here today, Carrie. Thank and you for having me. <laughs> thank you to everyone who's tuned in. We do this show for you. And I do enjoy hearing from my listeners so much. Whatever is on your heart, whether it's a suggestion for a topic or a, a speaker or author that you'd like me to, to bring on the show or just to let me know what the show has done for you in your life. I love to hear all of that. You can reach me at AskZofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first.